Lit fam, welcome back to another episode. Wow, I have so much synergy in this room, so much melanin in this room. It's great, right? <laughs> dark skin, team dark skin in For here. For sure, well represented. Ooh. No light skins in here. Oh! I mean, they're not. What, the, what do you mean? I really we didn't do that. Even, we just I still love you, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my bad. My <laughs> fault. Sorry. Y'all protect me. My fault. Yeah. Wow. Come on now. Right. We're team like black people. Exactly. Oh, I'm not, I'm not no. shaving them. It felt a little shady. No. It was like, I, I hate dark skin. skin. <laughs> no. Oh, That's no, what no. it felt like, no. right? It was very. Uh, I know, I know. Love all for all the shades and hues. Right. Love all the shades. Yeah. Oh, that sounds <laughs> sounds personal. Sounds like a personal <laughs> yeah, question. A personal tag. Do you not? So. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna listen and direct my attention. You know what? As you can see, as I said, so much synergy. I have Work Bay. We have Nana and Obed here. Welcome, welcome to Afrolit. Yes, thank you, thank you. And yes, my name. Just real quick to clear that up, because everyone gets confused. My name is Obed. That's the government random Old Testament name for you. (laughs) Very (laughs) Kenyan. In the room, Uh very. I'm sorry, right? No, it's not Kenyan though. Everyone thinks that it is. Obed is a Kenyan. It's. I mean, it's biblical. I know, but how many? I know so many Obeds that are Kenyan. Oh, it's like a Brian. It's funny. (laughs) There's so many African Brians. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny? The other segment of the population where you see that a lot is is like Dominican and Puerto Rican. It's a lot of Spanish. Um, or oh just my say god, Latinx. that is so true. Yeah, there's a do bunch. You, if y'all watch 90 Day Fiance, yeah, I there's an old man in Dominican. There you go. The show there you the go. So yeah. it's East Africans yeah. and Dominicans. Well, we are one people. <laughs> one. Like I said, yeah. team black people, people whether they yeah. like it yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah, but I was saying yeah. all to say that I also go by OB. So for all of our listeners, yes. like, they know me as not okay. but they all know. But no, just for your people, I not me. Right. I love it. You know, we see we need that. Yeah. He needs to get the record straight. I'm just letting, he's like, right. I'm letting you know. So you know. I'm I re- also good. I respond by. to either one. Uh-huh. Just call him later. I'll take a zaddy. You know, whatever. Oh, see, we don't whatever, even need to. And so this works. is not in partnership with <laughs> <laughs> Canal Street Radio, but Afrolit <laughs> is a lover, and we are not. These views are not represented oh, of damn, Canal Street. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, now it's G. Them corporate dollars. But you know, when tied up. When you're high <laughs> up. Like, don't fuck up my don't bag now. Don't fuck up my money. <laughs> okay, we cuss. I don't oh, know. Yes, sorry. Yes, okay, sorry. Yes, I know. Yes. We're just acting like I know. Like I love sours. it. This is what we, why I do this, y'all. To oh bring goodness. all shades of African, all shades of melanin into the space. Right. So, yeah, no. We're kind of doing a review of 2019. I'm okay. starting this you know, mini sewed series here, just kind of hanging out with some of my faves. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to Work Bay, and I'm just excited for what you both are doing. But Thank I want to take it way back because we had a phone call, you know, just to kind of prep mm-hmm. for this. <laughs> Give them some context. Right? Prep for this episode. And they just have such a cute story of how they met and how they've kind of sprouted this thing called work bay so yeah tell the fam how did you two meet i mean of course we can kind of get a hint from the name Mm -hmm. but yeah explain just more like how you met and how work bay kind of came into fruition yeah go ahead nana Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like you do a better. I mean, do we you both, I do do a really take good turns. job. No, yeah, she tells I'll, good stories. Thank she you. Is. She is. Um, so, uh, 
I was working um, at a nonprofit in New York, mm-hmm. and one day I like I look up from my my desk and I see this tall, black bearded mm. man, and I'm like, Ooh, "Who is this?" <laughs> now, if anybody works in the nonprofit sector, you know that it's very white. Oh, it is, it is very is. white, yeah. and yeah. there are lots and lots of women. So right. to see a six three bearded brother walk in the room, I was like, "What? What the mm. fuck? Who the fuck?" <laughs> you keep describing me to the people. All right. They need like a better. Anyway, um, so I was just like, who is this person? Um, And we kind of were walking around each other a couple, like a few days out of the week. "Mm -hmm." And um, we finally met in the... the kitchen mm-hmm. and um right on the water cooler right, right oh, wow stereotypical <laughs> <Very> office story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um mm-hmm. and um obi had a book on he was filling his uh tumbler and there was a book on the top of the water cooler and it looked i don't know if anybody is familiar with like the zanes and the be more careful and mm. the coldest winter ever have you heard you of those know, books all no. of those oh really <laughs> no oh, describe well, them like how would you how would you describe like, them to i don't like we read all of these in like junior high school and what? high school that's yeah. what you were, re- you were reading those books in junior high i don't know why did your, anybody did your mother know this wow. she did it oh. she just what? she just saw your girl with a book and was like, "Oh, thank <laughs> oh she's God. reading. She's reading. <laughs> she's right. no, I, these were definitely <laughs> good. I would, I would soft core, very much basically. so. Oh, I mean, a little hard, a little hardcore, a little too. hard. <laughs> and it was like, it was like your, <laughs> your street chronicles, your." Um, it was very salacious. Yeah, I feel like white women have Fabio and black women have Zane. <laughs> um, so is, what, is that a good analogy? That is literally yeah, it. Okay. the best so analogy. To, to give people right. context, more context. Yeah. So the cover of the book had like the it was like the half it was like the lower face of a black woman, mm-hmm. and I was very perplexed to see that he was would be reading something like this. <laughs> not that like I didn't think that right. he would be, but I was just like, oh, this oh, is not wow. something that I would I think you right. would read. And so I asked him, I was like, is this your book? And he was like yeah and then you have a really beautiful story about how you got the book so you should probably share that this with is people. true yeah so the the book is called um a beautiful woman right did i mess it up imagine oh. i'm pretty sure it's called a beautiful, a beautiful woman. Yes. yeah yes. imagine <laughs> if you fucked up y'all All right we just, um the author's name is heru patel pate it's like p-t-e-h but that's like his pen name i don't uh, know what's called okay. but anyhow um, I live off of the two five in Flatbush. Mm-hmm. And shout out Brooklyn. Yeah, shout out yeah, Brooklyn. Whatever. Shout out Flatbush. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's us? all it's about okay. the Bronx. No, I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm none of those. <laughs> I'm not. Where are you? Yeah. I'm in Queens. I'm oh. In Queens. oh, I didn't even know you were in Queens. Yeah, okay, I mean it's so kind of. I'm kind of like Manhattan. Manhattan. I'm kind of because it's Roosevelt Island, so it's like no man's land. Oh, okay. No, I don't want people really visiting me like that. No. So why you should have told them Queens, right? I know. I would have kept it, but you know what. We'll keep it kosher. Keep it slid in there. Um, so yeah, I would see him on the train, uh, and it wouldn't just be when I was going to work. Even on the weekend, sometimes I'd see this gentleman who was selling a book right out of his bag. Mm. He would come down, um, come down the subway cars, letting people know, "Hey, this is a, a an MTA subway bestseller." I know that's and he right. and he just he piqued my interest, and especially because I um, I was really impressed by. How he was going about selling his book, yeah. you know, he wasn't just relying on social media or online. Oh, wow. He was he was out there, you know he what was I mean? Really out there. So you know, let me support this good brother. Mm-hmm. Let me give him my my black dollars. Wow. And it was only ten bucks. So I was like, you know, that's oh, that's not bad. If I buy the book and it's terrible, oh well, I I helped it, out. I gave this man ten yeah. bucks. It's right. not the end of the world. And he's making an honest living. Exactly, you know? and he's making an honest living. Um, so yeah, that's how I, I I got the book and. 
and just as um, as Nana was was alluding to, that's really not a book I would typically read. I think that's the first <laughs> book like that yeah. I've ever read. I usually like my nonfiction, like Malcolm Gladwell. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. book. Self help, self help, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. never a, a romance <laughs> novel. You know what I mean? But I loved it. He did. I loved it. I was like, it oh was shit, good. This is good. it was good. Yeah. It was good. And it, and it. Um, Without getting too far into it, I think what really connected with me with the book is I, I could relate a lot to mm-hmm. um, the protagonist. Mm. And so when I met Nana in the kitchen uh, that day at work by the water cooler, she asked me about the book. Mm-hmm. And I let her know I'd let her borrow it as soon as I was done. Yeah. Which is what I ended up doing. I yeah. finished the book. I was like, you know what? Check it out. I have thoughts. <laughs> let me know what you think. Right. Let me know what you think. And and basically, once she was, I think you, I think you finished it pretty quick. Yeah, you, you, I'm, well, you, I'm you a gobble reader. Up books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You read, read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She read, read. reads. Um, so as soon as she was done reading the book, we went to a, a coffee shop not too far from our job, and we had a really engaging conversation, right. uh, at least an hour or two, yeah. just talking that. about different stuff that that came up in the book. Right. Um, come to find out that Nana attended a book club regularly mm-hmm. each month. Oh, which like she that's also, what yeah, she yeah, read reads exactly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> which she also yeah. um, invited me, ended up inviting me out mm-hmm. to. Um, and so, really, our 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 relationship was born from from that book, yeah. which is interesting. And that and and the 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 topics that came out of that book helped spark a lot of the conversations that we ended up having right. in person. You know, at, at during lunch, at work, mm-hmm. or we'd go out and and, and so was it just somewhere. like best friends forever? Once that like cafe like meetup happened like we were just like all right this is the homie at no. work no oh, we, we had some growing pains no. and not only that like obi <laughs> obi is he's real interesting oh. in, in the way in mm-hmm. which he um likes to uh categorize his friendships Oh. I was like, you, you better be careful. I'm just, I'm just trying to be very, very. So he's compartmental. Very much so. He's like, Man, you're in this yes. side of my exactly. life and you will not enter this Y'all side. do that too, though. I'm, am I talking or okay. are you talking? Oh, wow. I'm just saying. Um, that's so, the box. That's that, Yana. Also, shout out. You got to rep your set really quick. Where what? are you from? Like, where's your family from? Oh, what true, country are you repping? Sure. Yeah, this is Afrolit. You know, you got to do that. My family's from Ghana. Hey. What's the area? Code What's plus the area code? two. Oh, you don't know. Oh, two or three. Two. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I thought that was the area code. We're two five four. Yeah. Kenya, and I'm Kenya. By the way, I'm Rosa. So we're like the best combination of you. I know. They are literally a combination of me. Because that's you. That is me. I know. I know, right? Wouldn't it be beautiful? I'm kidding. This is the child we never had. Right. I know. Let's not go down that path. As you were saying, compartmentalize. So um, it was interesting because like I'm I'm the type of person where like if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Like I I think that I'm I'm not very um, subjective in the way that I meet people. Like if I if I meet you on the train and we have a great conversation, we could be best friends for life. If I meet you, you know, I I have a lot of lifelong friends that I met at work. We spend so much time there. Of course. You know, and I think it was really interesting. It makes sense. A thousand percent. I kind of I I feel like work is especially like nowadays, especially especially in the nonprofit sector. Like work is very yeah. much like college. Yeah, like you're kind of just these meshed people together, yeah. and you kind of just figure it out as you yeah. go. So I was really excited like to get to know him more and yeah. to spend time with him. But like he was very adverse to like 
our friendship forming, mm. which I was say at first. It, that's what it felt like. But Aww. he kept texting me and asking me things and like inviting me to things. And I was like, well, nigga, which one is it? It's like, do you, you want to be my friend? friend? Like, I don't want to be my friend. Do you just want to be coworkers? Yeah, right. Or like, what's going on here? Right. So he he's right. We did have a couple of growing pains, but I think we finally figured it out. Yeah, we did. Um, we who's did. at who now? We're like, are you my friend or not? It was, I think, it was basically. I think not a, basically. Yeah, like, like, what are we doing? What you, are we doing? You, you fuck with me or not? My thing is like, yeah. I, like I could respect the fact that he wanted to, you know, maintain a very professional relationship. I get that, of course. And he was new to the organization. I'd been there for about two years. Okay. Um, and I was like starting to get really jaded. I didn't care about my job anymore. Like I just mm. wanted to get out of there. So like it was really nice to have a like a reprieve mm. in, in a person. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. I'm a, yeah, I'm a you were. So poetic. Right? I like that. That's a real like SAT word. See, the reading. Reprieve, exactly. Read. <laughs> that's the name. That's reading the title of this episode. Right? <laughs> Keep reading. Um, so yeah, so I, I was really excited to like continue to foster our relationship but i think that he was a little hesitant because he was so new mm. and then like also you know you know office politics what's going on with these yeah two? it was Why my first time right? working so in an office together. too oh that wow yeah. yeah um but i like my thing i'm very open okay if i trust you and you know I, we have that yeah. level of comfort so i needed to know if what are we doing in right. respect to like how much do i need to share with you because mm. we've had very vulnerable conversations oh, sure. off mm. the gate which was a little not strange for me because i feel like I'm that type of person anyway, but it was like, oh shit, oh, wow. like, this is okay. This could be my friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I, I, we did have a lunch one day, and I was like, bruh. <laughs> What's if you want to, if right. you want to be coworkers, I can high buy you to death. Like we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, really high buy me to death. You know, we don't need to. Like, do you don't that. have to pretend. That's no, funny. I That's like funny. that. And I, and I, my, my whole thing was like, I just wanted to respect where he was coming from, and mm-hmm. then also kind of guard myself from like right. investing in this person who was not interested in being invested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he knew what he wanted, and now here we are today. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Look at that. the the one, the one part of the story that maybe we didn't add and just to give some more context oh he okay. loves no no the, yeah, not that it. It. there was also el- the you element just hear these two see these two I mean <laughs> she's just sitting right? watching like, 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 uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna let them rock yeah. out this whole episode <laughs> just let them talk tell the people Obi <laughs> right. no Nana definitely pulled up tried to shoot her shot I did and he's very handsome <laughs> oh we're <laughs> gonna you, get into you. that yeah and, uh-huh and uh-huh for me personally, that's it's, it's even, I've I've had friends at work, and, yeah. and I've been able to to really good friends who I'm yeah. still friends with now yeah. from previous places I've worked, but never the romantic tip. I would mm. never ever 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 date a coworker. So the work time couldn't I'm, really turn into bay. He was it, never. He wasn't gonna. No lie. way. Oh. No way. And I've that, never. And that was probably yeah. the best thing that could have yeah, happened yeah, yeah, to yeah. us. But um, no, I was like, I, when I tell y'all ladies, I was like, who is this? <laughs> no, he is. He is. Kill I guess. I can say that my brother now. He, I know. Look at him <laughs> blushing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So yeah, I did. I was like, maybe like the third time that we hung out, I was like, yo, yeah. bro, like, what's what's what you what's doing? Going what's going on? On? I love it. He was like, he, was like, and, like, he didn't answer my question, and like, because I, I, I tried to just like guys right, get I'm so flustered. I was. Yeah. He was like, it was a coworker. I was like, I don't even know how to. To like ooh, respond ooh. and not you know uh, that's yeah. literally how I was. Yeah, in that's your what, mind, that's, that's how exactly it's what like happened. A shaking man. I was like, oh, just, okay, like, I didn't it's know. The crusty crabs meme, <laughs> just like, oh, life is <laughs> moving too what fast. What is going on? Oh my god, that's so funny because that's literally what was yeah. going on in my mind. But then, because it's, it's funny that you mentioned because you did say it, and I just like, I'm just, I'm he just gonna ignore it. Was, and I was like, I noticed the one. Oh, oh my god, 
no, and then no, boom. That must suck for you because you're like, wait, but it's not no, a no. I didn't, right. But <laughs> it's not a yes. So we, were, we, we, we went to... We had taken a walk and we ended up at like um, at the park at Liberty where the, the yep. memorial is. Cute. Cute. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, what is he? Is he? What's going on? What is he trying? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I think on the way like, back, look I, at you. At the, on what? the way back, I had told him, and then he didn't say anything, and so we went back to the office, like get our stuff. Yeah. And when we were leaving, I was like, you know that I said that. I- <laughs> That I like you. Like, what's going on? And he like, was like, they, that's what he hit me with. Though. Like, I'm not really trying to get into it. I was like, okay, that's cool. Right. And, like, it was so early for me. And I, it wasn't like, I was like, oh my God, I'm in love with it. Yeah. But it was like, I just, I just ate yeah. physically. Obi is the type of person that I would date. Yes. And then no, it you was. Like the, you like the scrawny dude. I do like a smaller guy. Yeah. I'm I out do. your usual type. But in respect <laughs> to like chocolate, beer. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. And yeah. he hits all the tips. Right. You okay. know, and then I, I, all right. the aesthetics. Exactly. And then I really did appreciate like how comfortable he made me feel and how mm. open and vulnerable he was. Like that was something that was very endearing to me. Shout so I was out like, to my therapist. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Edna, she hey. got me to this place. Liz, her her real name is Edna. Hey, her name is Edna. Oh my, like yeah. Edna Mo. Oh, I would. Wow. I would eat that up. Like, <laughs> like anyways. Okay. So that's, so that's how our friendship formed. Aww. And then uh, speaking of uh, a year in review, 2019, I think it was, um, it was, towards, it was towards actually, the end of towards last the end year. Of yeah. last year yeah, yeah. The end of 2018. Um, I left the organization mm-hmm. that we worked at. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I was trying to figure God. out like what I'm doing. And a friend okay. of mine actually was like, you know what? You should start doing like YouTube videos. You're so funny. You're so this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> and she was like, okay, well then like, would you do a podcast? And I was like, oh, I love, like I listen to too many podcasts. Yeah. I love podcasts. But I didn't want to do one by myself. Yeah. And I didn't know, like how do you ask somebody to do that? Yeah. Right. And so I think it was like New Year's Day. Obi had texted me to wish me Happy New Year Aww, and then literally was like, FYI, we should <laughs> we should start a podcast. And I was like, nigga, yes, let's go. <laughs> let's do and it. So he was like, wait, why are you answering so fast? And I was like, I literally hey, I was not had, expecting you to be that. You were, you were yeah. like, she's going to think like, it ready over. For it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, You'd this, mentally is, prepared this is kismet. Yourself. Like something, yeah, this was meant to be. It, it was. Yeah. Like literally New Year's Eve, me and wow. my sister, like my sister friend had that conversation yeah. and the next day he texted me. So I was like, duh. Wow. Yeah. We're supposed to be doing this. Look at that. And yeah. here we are. And here we are. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. And, and, and the, it came, it came together pretty quickly as well. Like mm. from the time that we talked about it in January. I think we were in the studio by early April. Oh wow! If not um, earlier so, than that. Yeah, if not early. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. They actually, we, I think we, we did one in February, in like or March. End you're of, right. End of March. Right. Yeah. We, we started yep. recording in like maybe February. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god! So, yeah, that's the that's our origin story. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yep. it really seems like you you both a just know each other so well even like previous to like starting the podcast mm-hmm. you know and i'm sure like those times that you probably talked could have been amazing episodes which i'm sure you because you guys t- delve in on so many interesting topics you know yeah, what's been your really? like favorite thing to talk about because yeah. i listen they talk about love and romance yeah, i mean obviously everything. like work bay <laughs> to bay but then you guys get into like deeper issues of just like identity and like finding home and so like you know, you're able to just bring in so many nuances. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really love about a being black, but being African, too. It's like we don't really address that. Like, yes, we're all from the same continent, but we all carry such a different identity at times. Sure. And we don't have to be like a monolith. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to, you know, know what is your what have been your favorite topics to kind of debate and discuss 
but also what do you what do you find that like your like listeners have gravitated towards mm-hmm. cuz like, no and that's a great question yeah. Yeah. and question. and before i jump into cuz i'll sh- i'll share like mm-hmm. some of the, my favorite topics and i'm sure not will have some of hers but i think one thing that made the episode the not the episode but the whole podcast very easy mm. um for for us is we were already having all of these conversations okay. before long before there yeah. was a mic in front of us so i think that's what made it such a natural transition for us um because you know a friend even asked me about this the other day and i told them anytime nan and i get into the studio i sometimes forget that we're recording our podcast because oh, we we yeah. have these conversations in, in really in, in much in the same way in the same yeah uh, maybe it's not as structured as, as we do on the podcast yeah. but we're, we're always having these kinds of conversations and I imagine a lot of other people are as well yeah within your you know your group chat at work your friends your family um, and I think that's what's really resonated with our listeners is that there's a there's a there's a, a certain level of authentic authenticity to our conversation. Yeah. Because we're not dressing anything up, mm-hmm. you know. We're we're being we're being very very vulnerable, just like Nana mentioned earlier. And I think that's what's really allowed for our listeners to connect with us because they they are also being privy or, or being able to tap into that vulnerability that we're you know bringing each time that we record right, an episode. Right. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Um. But in terms of topics, I think one of my favorite episodes was. The one that we did on masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a, a speaking of podcasts. It was actually another podcast that uh, that I listened to called Hidden Brain. Okay. Um, from NPR, check them out. Yeah. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout. They're not paying me, so you right. know, so it's you know, a it's a legit. Shot. Yeah. It's a but they can. they can. They can. Feel they free can. to cut a check. They NPR. Can. <laughs> they can. But anyhow, they they had done a really good. Um, yeah. Almost like an expose, really, yeah. on on the state of masculinity in specifically here in the United yes, States. Yeah. And how so many it, it, the episode is called the Lonely American Man. Yeah. And how so many men struggle to form friendships, meaningful. Yeah. friendships and relationships with other men right mm-hmm. um and and what are the ramifications of that what you know what is that what are the implications of that on us as a society interpersonally our relationships between men and women right just across the board so mm-hmm. i really enjoyed that episode and especially because a lot of it was was new to you from what right. i remember like you yeah. weren't you didn't realize that things were that bad I think. yeah and i think obi had like you mentioned a lot of the conversations that we have um on record, I guess, or like in studio, mm-hmm. are kind of just repeats of conversations that we've had in mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. And so he had shared that um, that episode, that podcast with me. And I was like, this is so wow. Like, I figured, mm. men, you guys get together on the weekends, you go to sporting events. Right. Like, the like there's so many opportunities for you guys to spend Even time. just like flirting with girls. Oh, no, like, we do you that. You know what but I mean? I, I always but that's very that, superficial. That, yeah. Like, I always assume that you are having substantive, mm. emotionally vulnerable conversations just because I feel like the men that are in my life with. I feel like I see that camaraderie, that brotherhood within yeah. them. And so I would assume that that would only be fostered mm. if you're being vulnerable mm-hmm. with each other. Um, and then after he had sent that to me, I subscribed to Harper's and they had sent an article ab- uh, talking about the similar topic about how men do not have, you know, substantial um relationships with other men and that they rely a lot on their female partners yep. mm. for that emotional support. Um, the emotional labor as, they, the, right. as, as right. you hear a lot of people talk about. Right. And, um, and, and then 
funny enough, the topic came up again at book club mm-hmm. where um, Obi now is a member. Ooh. So, uh, shout out to so literary right? slang. Yep, um, you got recruited. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did. And, I and did. now he recruits. I, d- I oh. have. I have. I'm <laughs> wow. spreading the good gospel. Um, so we had read we had read a book, and yeah. it was a it, it was a number of essays focusing on. Um, Black men primarily, but men of color. Okay, and a lot of the men in the in the book club when we were talking about when yeah. we were at the meeting, yeah. um, we're talking about how they, you know, they love their sisters and they love their mothers and they they're, they're yeah. the, these are the people that hold them down. And it's like, well, hold up, time out. Are y- when are y'all holding us down? Yeah, like, I remember you bringing ooh, that up during the meeting. Yeah. Who are, who, how are you supporting these mm-hmm. same women? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that like it was it was interesting to me because. I feel like I do play that role in a lot of the men in my life. Yeah. In my life. Um, and they do it for me in a very different way, but it is not the same. No. And so having the conversation and realizing that it's because they, they're, it's a void. They, yeah. A, they don't know how to do it. They don't. B, they, it's, it's not visual to them in any tangible sense. And if they are having that relationship, it is with the women that are closest to them. So their mothers, their sisters, their wives, their girlfriends. And a lot of times the um, it's not an ask. Like a lot of times women don't we don't expect men to be emotionally right. vulnerable or um, be an emotional support for us because we think that all oh, men are not emotional. Right. When one of the, the most. Right. And so like that also was a, a really interesting conversation for me. And I think we got a lot of response from mm-hmm. our listeners about yeah. that because it's not something that people talk about. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Um, another episode that for me was like um, definitely one of my favorites is our independent women episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> just be- a, it's you. So I, I mean, but by default, it? yeah, yeah. And I think that that's that's the case for a lot of women. Like yeah. I think that you know when you don't have somebody to depend on, mm-hmm. your only response, you your only it's choice you. is to be independent. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times people have a negative connotation on what independence means, especially when it comes from black women. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and, a good point. And I think even, even I think for, for, for black women, sometimes yeah. it's like a, it's a double edged sword where you, you do want to be soft and you want to be loved and you want somebody to care for you. And when you don't find that, right. you have to create that kind of, um, you have to kind of create that for yourself. Yeah, and if you're not you do. able, if you don't have, the, the ability to do that it, it sometimes does harden you mm-hmm. um, and I don't think anybody intentionally walks the, the this planet trying to do that of but, course um, it, it kind of is like putting on an armor yeah, yeah. and I w- and I think Obi was having some difficulty understanding independent women and I thought it was my duty yeah, as an independent yeah. woman to, to speak up for us and to let him know that like this is not anything um in a rejection to black men or as, as, a, as an affront to black men. But right. I mean, if y'all just did y'all job, then we wouldn't have to do all of you that. You were doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing so well. Like I was whole, just on board the whole I way. Know, until but that's Nana. Nana, 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 Nana,
no it's it's facts i mean and i love i love i love that i mean personally i you know i'm new to the bandwagon but sure. i'm on the bandwagon okay. so my favorite was the pro ho and shout out ah, to panda oh yeah, panda. Shout out to panda. yeah that was because yeah. like a it just showed like the depth that you guys do they do diligent research we do. We but love an article. right <laughs> but at the same time too just like engaging your listeners and like engaging your guests yeah in yeah. a really unique way and i thought that was a to talk about such a taboo topic on like sex which in, was like, so funny to me because I, I feel like i talk about sex all the time but so many of my friends who listen to the podcast were like girl i know i didn't know, I know. <laughs> yeah i dropped we, some info so I people didn't to, know i talk about sex every day oh, i thought y'all talk about that's what i I've seen some women's group chats. I thought men's group chats were bad. Y'all. Oh, no, we ooh, get y'all. Into I mean, I blush. Nah. The few times I've seen women's group like chats, we are equal. equal. We are so ooh. equal. We are all sexual beings. Yeah. Like, I no, feel like that's, right. we what, are. We that's are. what we just all need to. I feel like there's just been such a misconception. Like, that's what the episode really highlighted to me. Because yeah. okay. the fact that you would assume when you think of a sex ver- therapist, you would think about a man. Like, you wouldn't think a woman yeah. is a really? sex Yeah. Oh, I would. Th- I, 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 I honestly. For me, I think it's the opposite. I think really? like women doing no. that work. I mean, oh, I that's think so we, funny. Like, I guess like I thought about it in like a yeah. I thought about it in maybe in like a voyeuristic way. It's okay. just like yeah, like because guys talk about sex all oh, the time, sure. it makes sure. sense for sure. a sex therapist like to that, be also be right? Man. To okay. also be a okay. man, a man. Mm-hmm. So like a for it to be penned and then also to have that like african yeah. context mm-hmm. to it yeah. and like her experience because yep. her father is african yeah yep. senegalese mm-hmm. but like and then even just like le- where did they you learn about sex yeah is like you know so crucial yep you know to and a lot so, of the experiences that you have i think yeah. right yeah. you know and i think that sometimes because of our upbringings mm-hmm. like i think that there's certain things that we may have been exposed to really early so even talking about being an impe- independent woman yeah. like Usually it's our African moms Absolutely. that are like doing a lot of the labor at mm-hmm. home, cooking, cleaning, and then, and then just the like, emotional labor, right? Absolutely. You know, like consoling you when you get sick. Like it's ninety percent of the time, it's gonna be the mom. Y'all you know? asked me what I was making for Thanksgiving. You remember? Right. <laughs> so I was. My God. That was hilarious. So Afrolift fam, imagine, imagine. You know, we're just trying to schedule this call. So you this know, and right, Obi was like, hey, "Well, so the, the we could talk on Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm free." Oh uh, no! Like, I'm talking about when y'all asked me what I was making for Thanksgiving, well, and so I told you. Uh, no, well, so that is in context that, yeah. too, uh-huh. because it's like obviously you're free because you're not like oh, helping prep anything. Okay. But then even on D Day, <laughs> you're not even going like stand near the kitchen at I least did. to like. I did. Did you? I did. My mom. My mom had us helping. We were her sous chefs from like ten, mm. nine, okay. ten. Mm. That was me just playing mm. the role of the stereotypical African mm. man. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's, that ain't my work. I'm, I'm not in the kitchen. Dead. My yeah. job is to eat. But, my right? job is to eat. I know. But, but I hope I y'all know I was just messing with you. No, of course. Yeah, of I course. Know. But I do think, <laughs> I do think though, that probably some of your homies, even as, like, uh-huh. woke and as amazing as they are, mm-hmm. like, still have like i feel like there's certain underwritten things in our culture that just won't leave no and you the, know there's and absolutely like, still work for right for men specifically right to that's what i'm gonna to say I, yeah. don't ask me to do nothing else y'all no, have work th- to th- do th- for sure and i think that the pr- 
preponderance or the majority of that work absolutely is right i got I like words that. too i, like I got that. bars yeah, too. i know right most of it absolutely falls on us but there is still some lifting oh, sure. and support that will take from women right i mean do you find that like majority like what are some cultural norms that you plan on keeping going hmm. forward well you know like that or that mm-hmm. you may be making your own so like you said it was your mom that usually did like do you plan in like your what is it? I don't know. If we look 10 years, I know, mm. right? Or five years down the line. Ooh, like five. That's so Right? Close. I know. Yeah, or I mean, let's do, let's do 15 or 20, oh, right? Oh, we'll oh, make it further. We'll okay. make it further. But okay. it's just, to if you were to think of like some cultural like norms mm-hmm. that were in your household, for both of you actually, mm-hmm. that you would kind of cherish and keep. I know for me, I'm definitely, definitely keeping, like we have this Friday to tradition where mm. it's like we eat fish on okay. fridays okay. like um because where my Some family's Samaki. from right shout okay. out <laughs> louie and us you know yep. Ingoho. y'all anyway. love your fish <laughs> we love our <laughs> true story <laughs> right so we'll eat our fish okay. and like i definitely want to carry that forward you mm. know and okay. even just like our music like the reason why i start or the reason i became a dj really is because i love east african music i mean mm. i love african music in general so yep. i think it's important that like there are certain things that we just have to invest in mm-hmm. yeah, as keep, a people keep and going. keep and keep going. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, people are always going to try and appropriate it or like make it seem like it didn't mm-hmm. come or originate from right. us. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I want to push it to work bay. What are y'all? Cause you know, the undercurrents are always still African. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter sure. where you, the, no sure. matter which way you flip it. So yeah. Um, I think for me, it, uh, the one thing that I definitely appreciate or enjoyed mm-hmm. about growing up in my house, um, was definitely, and this I think came especially from my father, was just making family time a priority. Mm. So meaning like we, we always had dinner together as a family. Oh, wow. It every wasn't night? Like every, if not every night, the majority oh, of the wow. week. And I think it really was every night. Yeah, it was, you know, dinner was everyone stops, your, you know, wh- whatever you're doing, whether yeah, you watch yeah. TV, homework, playing video games. And that was a time that we all had together to, you know, mm-hmm. to, to enjoy a meal and to talk about the days, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed that. Um, the one the one part that I kind of want to try my best to 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 pass on to my kids and and I need to do some more work is definitely language. I enjoy mm. or I love the fact Ooh, that Nigeria you know I have my mother's tongue and my father's tongue yeah. when it comes to Kisi. I know Swahili I can understand more than I can speak but I but I want to I want to finish finally learning how to speak it because that would be something that I'd want to live on with with my kids I feel like that's so important too because um I recently saw a play shout out Barbershop oh yeah I remember you mentioning that yeah oh my god and like that was one thing that really struck me is that like a there's so many just like um, what's it called? Um, like the way we articulate ourselves, even within the continent, when we're speaking English, mm-hmm. is like so specific. Like it sounds like a Ugandan person and even a Kenyan person are gonna sound different. Oh yeah, yeah. For you sure. know. And so it's like imagine like the link. Lang- like if we all had like a common language, like what that would mean or do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But Nana, how about um, you? Cultural norms. So for me, wh- this is kind of an interesting one, just because I don't know if I'll marry a Ghanaian. Ooh. But so what Trem- 202 is trembling. About that real 202 quick or is not? trembling. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Your return is what shaking. Is I don't know. What is wow. it? Why not? I just wow. don't know. 
Oh, okay. I don't, no, no, oh, so not, not that you're not. not a, no. Oh, I thought that's where you no, were going. Okay, no, my no, bad. No, no, right. It's not a no. Because I'm sure there's some Canadian brothers listening. But like, damn, it's like that. I know. Uh, 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 hey, put that. Hey, nah, nah, we'll get we, there. We'll get there. We'll get there. No, but I'm just saying I don't know who I'm gonna end no, up with. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, is not yeah. there. There's no aversion to any mm-hmm. okay. one type man. But I'm just saying I don't know. Right. But I know in in my family, and my mother talks about this all the time. Both of my brother, my brother and I, we, when we were born, about like six months after we were born, we went to Ghana mm. to live for a substantial amount of time. Where in Accra? Uh, well, my family is from Takrade. Yes. So we were, that's Shout where out. we were. I, see, I'm learning something about I know. About you. <laughs> well, I, I feel like we're always here to learn. Uh, right? yeah. I, I came back maybe like two. Okay, so like the first two years. Yeah, so okay. like, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And so growing up, I always knew that when yeah. I had children, I would send my kids over. Yeah. And then I remember one of my friends, um, my, one of my Haitian friends, she was like, but what if your husband says no? <laughs> and I was like, I never even thought about, even that. Thought about oh. that. Or like, what if well, like, what if he doesn't want his kids to be away from him for years at a time? And I'm like, but they my kid. Like I just never, <laughs> I never even right. thought about that because to me it was like so everybody does this right. in my family. Like everybody's kids went, you know, like especially since I think my parents had um, immigrated to the States in like 85 okay. and I was born in 88. Yeah. So like working and being new yeah. people in this country, it was like important for them to have somebody to take care of their children that they trusted. Yeah. And unfortunately those people were not in this country. Yeah. So it was just kind of like a, you know, kind of a, a way for us to be culturally aware of where we come from. But then also literally it was just childcare, like having, wow. you know, Oh, so raised. you were there, you were not alone. your parents. No. Oh, that's the yeah. thing I was going to ask. Yeah, oh, I was just, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Oh so my, both my parents, my parents stayed in, 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 and worked in America and did what and they, had, did to did what they yeah. had to do. Whoa. And then okay. by the time I got back, I was potty trained. I walked. I can talk. Can I do that with my kids? Oh. I'll have I mean, someone do the heavy uh, lifting. Where, where, where are you Bring leaving? them back at four or five. That's what I'm I don't saying. got a potty train. Yeah. They ain't crying every two How seconds. How did you feel, I like though? That. I mean, were you, yeah, like, I guess you were too young to realize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like. But like, it's so crazy because there are times where I like. I do remember okay. like being in my grandmother's house and like um, like my mom has a, a great uh, photo album of like my years. And yeah. My first birthday was in Ghana. So like my Aww. dad, my dad came back to Ghana for okay. my birthday. Um, and so like I have a bunch of party uh, pictures of the party and stuff like that. But no, I loved it. I thought that was so great. Oh, okay. And I and I, I feel very fortunate. That's to beautiful. Have had that. Yeah. Because so. I feel like that could also, you know, if we think about it, like, A, it really is the quote, it takes a village yeah, to raise absolutely. a child. For but sure. at the same time, too, you know, we always talk about, like, how some people may have felt abandoned when they were kids mm-hmm. just because, like, their parents were always working mm-hmm. or, like, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't really there for them. But I guess you were too young to realize yeah, that, like, it, it definitely, that yeah, it didn't feel like. But I'm like, you know, it's just funny how, like, because culturally you were probably with your grandmother and there was so much love there. But my brother is interest. It's interesting. And I and we've never had this conversation because he's. Um, so my parents got divorced. My father was kind of a you know a nomad. A Rolling okay. Stone. Yeah. As they I don't want to say Rolling Stone feels so negative, but right. like he was always he has a huge entrepreneurial spirit. Okay. And when he couldn't be successful in, in America, he was like, I can't. I need to figure out a way to yeah. you know right. provide for my family. So he decided um, when I was about I want to say five. Okay. Um, and my brother 
guess he had just gotten here because we're about three years apart. So he was about two years old. He was like, I'm going to go back to Ghana and start this company and all that kind of stuff. And my mother was like, that's real cute, but you're not about to leave me in this country with two kids by myself. So <laughs> he had to. So he decided to take my brother because he was smaller and I was already in school. And my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, mm. ended up living with him and kind of taking care of my brother. So my brother was in Ghana from two to five. Ooh. So it was, I remember um, when I was about seven, I went to Ghana for Easter. Um, and like he was calling my mom auntie. And it was like so <gasps> weird. Oh. And I and I mean, it was, he was just he mimicking what, what yeah. other people, people were calling yeah, her. Yeah. And I, like it was interesting because she had visited a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, so he knew who she was. But like, you know, you're just... Mirroring what you're seeing. Yeah. So I do. I wonder for him if there is a distinction right. or if he does feel a way. I don't know. Yeah. But um, for the most part, I mean, I don't think any of us really had. Uh, when he was five, he came back. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like grew up and like. And it's always it's always been New York, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Living in a metropolitan city. Yeah. Doing all, the big things. Like, I guess. <laughs> 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 Trying. I don't have a choice, right? I just <laughs> exactly. This, uh. is, this, is, this has always been home. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, though, because I feel like, yeah, I, I grew up in New York, too. But I always, I've. I feel like I have been able to travel to other places and like stay there for like significant parts within of the states or no. So okay. like, um, like, well, I was actually born in Europe in England mm-hmm. and then moved to New York and then went to Kenya and then spent some time in Geneva oh, wow, okay. and then came back. So it's like, and then my mom, she had to work in, cause my mom has always worked around the world. Sure. So she, when so she was working, kind of, oh, okay. yeah, okay. we, I didn't get that passport. I was about no. to say, how oh. you kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you either are, you are, no, what's going no, on no. here? I guess so. No, technically. Okay. No, right. But like, because she traveled so much. I mean, it's funny, like, as I was growing up, because she had stamps from, like, Iraq mm-hmm. and Iran, mm-hmm. and, like, this is, like, you know, kind of, like, right after 2001. So we had oh gone boy. to the Bahamas for my birthday, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be bougie. But it got crazy <laughs> because, like, the U.S. didn't want to let my mom back. Yeah, past, who, were, where, who were you doing in Iraq? Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> But she was working. No. Oh, I'm sure she no, was. No, no. But you this know? is so early 2000s. Equa was crying. I like made a whole scene. Of course. Oh, uh, I yeah, was so scared. Ted. I was like, they're taking my mom I wouldn't know. And like the do. air, right. Like the air hostess was like, don't worry. She's coming right back. Is she there? Right? I know. Lies I was they like, tell. I don't trust <laughs> any okay. of you. I was like, I'm going with her. Yeah, no. Oh, it wow. like turned into a whole scene. And then like. The crazy thing though was like they stopped the plane. Oh wow! Yeah, they. Oh wow! No, not not that they took us out of the plane, but like we were held up because they do immigration in the Bahamas. Okay. So, but like before you get to the U.S., so it's because it's like a domestic flight, right? Mm So, like, as we're doing immigration, they're taking her, like, they're taking her to the room. So, I'm like hysterically crying and like making a whole scene. So, my mom's trying to calm me down so that she can actually go and like sort it all out, Right. right? But, like, so I guess the air hostess just seeing, like, my distress just, like, asked, like, oh, can we stall the plane? So they stalled it. But then, like, because we stalled it and, like, they're being told, oh, we're being held up because of some security thing. Right. And then they see, like, two black people come on. It's like, which type of deportee? Yeah. Oh, Right. That's a whole lot. Yeah. But I say all of that to say I just think that there's, there's so much, like, identity and, like, I guess our... 
our idea of what we decide to bring with us mm-hmm. is equally as important because then it allows people to really see like different sides of the continent and so obviously because we have ghana and kenya repping mm-hmm. in the room mm-hmm. i wanted to know like have you been have you been back recently and now with this whole thing of the year of the return mm-hmm. hint, hint, team ghana <laughs> team 202 you know what that really means to you you know like i feel like because i'm technically yes i'm african-american but like oh real, really real quick yeah so you self-identify as african-american not really. Oh, well, you, oh okay. No, well, you I, said I, it, so technically, I wasn't sure. technically, right? Like, because I am African, but I'm American. Okay. Like, right? Only but reason like, I say is because we had a, a whole episode on I the know, past, yeah. That's why I was curious. Yeah. I was like, but oh, it's and like, I'm really, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm just black. Like, I don't know. Like, okay. it's hard to pick one stream because sure. of just all of the identity and like the places and like who I am. Like, I feel like when you say African American, it's so limiting, you know, like mm. you they you think of like a descendant of slavery, sure. you know, and it's like that's not like that's not my history, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so I just and I think but I think on the flip side for me, I feel like it's so important, like the year of return is like so monumental to me. Okay. And I think that it's important really? for, yeah, and yeah, I, I, was think about that, to ask as well. I think that it's something that it sh- I hope what I hope that it does, though, is that it sparks more of an interest in going to tr- and traveling to Africa. Sure. That it doesn't just stop at now, Ghana, yeah, you know? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. stop now, nor does it stop at Ghana. And, like, one thing that I've definitely seen already through social media, but also just, like, through conversations, is that people have been traveling to Ghana even, like, before December, right. you know? Well, like, it's have. become, yeah, like, yeah. a tourist generation, like, this year. Yeah. Um, destination this year. And, like, other places in Africa are really trying to, like, leverage that too kenya being one of them i mean we've always had a booming i mean yes and no though you know i mean it's only in like the past five years that they've brought like parties like everyday people or even Mm. like jadena and like i'm talking so i'm speaking to like our generation of travelers you know because like technically that we're telling people like hey instead of going to like europe yes. or whatever yeah. please come to, to africa, uh, yeah, yeah come, come to africa come mm-hmm. to kenya go to mm-hmm. accra go to mm-hmm. nairobi go to cape town go to um what is it um johannesburg yep. you know so it's like making that like clear distinction of like yeah i'm going to africa to like have a good time right and december is the time to have it so that's why it's like this is like a shift in like culture you know what i yeah. mean because it's like we're no longer and what i hope is that people no longer look at traveling to africa as this like scary crazy mm-hmm. like oh my god mm-hmm. this is like i'm d- like yes i'm doing this and it's great like it as a black person but it's like it's something that i can do right yeah, you know sure. it doesn't have to be like this like thing thing yeah no and, and i hear what you're saying i think i think a lot of that has changed recently you know you you kind of put the wind of the past five years and i think that's pretty accurate you know just like with like the the advent of platforms like travel noir right and, and black and abroad and i think a lot of those platforms are doing a, a really amazing job yeah of of giving a face to well, africa how do you feel that's Both different of you feel well i i have mixed emotions i'm mm-hmm. cautiously um Optimistic. enthusiastic or optimistic okay because for me it's just as i just don't want it to be something that's a blip on the right. radar where mm. you know yes this is the 400th anniversary of of african 
um, uh, of enslaved Africans. Africans. I was trying to. I was. I'm always careful to make that distinction because no one's a slave. Right. They were enslaved. Right. So of, of enslaved Africans landing on on American waters, but. There, Africa lives on beyond that. We're, right. we're still going to be here beyond the right. 400th anniversary. So I'm just hoping that it's something that, that ends up being more substantive than just this one year anniversary. Right. And folks are still coming back and still mm-hmm. hopefully getting more um, invested and interested in learning about their roots and learning. And just because that is their birthright. That's right. all of our birthright. Right. You know, they, they have just as much of a stake in Africa as I do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's they they're, they're from their... Uh, you know, maybe not uh, maybe East Africa. In, no, not just that, but maybe in in a more indirect fashion than me. You know, I was oh, born right, there, right, and right, for right, them, right. it's more. It's a few generations removed, right. but it's still theirs. Right. You know, it's not. It's not something that only I, as a quote unquote African or someone who's born there, right. can keep to myself Absolutely. and and, right. and and you know, and not welcome them and invite yeah. them in. Um, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because okay. I, I just want you I just see what's gonna happen next. Talk yeah. to me in two, three, four, four. five years, and let's see two, if the three, energy <laughs> is still the same. You know what I mean? But I, I mean it won't be. It won't be. I, but hope, it, I think it could be though. I, I don't think, think it, the energy will be the, like. I don't think they're going to invest because I feel like there's been a lot of money invested to okay. make it blow as much as it has because of the 400 years yeah. and like this being that time. What I'm saying is that I just hope that it becomes a destination that isn't just I, like yeah, that sure. idea of like, I have to go because like, yes, it is the birthright, but it's like too, you could just go because yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Accra has beautiful places to go, yep. you know? Yep. And like Nairobi yep. is the Indian ocean. So mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. you can use that as like, uh, well not Nairobi, but Mombasa has like, you know, amazing places that you can go visit. Like For it's sure. a place that is actually a place to go yeah and you what, know because that's how like things get like infrastructure gets made and like sure. when there's like a for consistent sure. flow mm-hmm. not just like okay oh, everyone comes this time and then no one shows up again for the next 400 yeah. years yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i'm just hoping that it also becomes more accessible for specifically not for all of us but especially mm-hmm. for african-americans right. who are really you know because you hear of like countries like israel for example right. where anyone who has you know who has ties to I israel they'll literally they'll they'll finance I those know. people's homecoming and their trip back I and from know. what i understand yeah. i think y'all i think ghana was do, ghana was doing something i kind heard of, like of that. it but, but you know I'm our not, people yeah. <laughs> right and, I'm, and I'm really hoping that that they know. do invest in that and that they do that allocate some awesome. resources to make it possible for someone who doesn't have a fancy job and is making right. and has disposable income to come that it's we're also true. allowing and making it available to them and not just I know the new blacks quote yeah. unquote or people I who know. have money and people <laughs> who can other, afford other. that you know what i mean i want it to be accessible <laughs> to everyone yeah. and not just th- that's my only hope yeah, yeah. that's how real. about you nana yeah. we, I'm, I'm curious what you think too i know because she's really from ghana yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this you is really, true. you really really this um, is true i i haven't been paying a lot of it i mean I'm, I'm aware of the year of the return and i think mm-hmm. i mean it, they my mom Ooh, has been are you going i'm that's not okay no <laughs> um, <laughs> when's, the, when's the last time you wore back? Because that was one of yeah, your that was earlier. yeah, that was I'm, the last time I was in Ghana was maybe five years ago. Okay, yeah, and um, and they, my mom was has actually been talking about the year of the return for like maybe three years. Oh wow! Um, and she was telling me to prepare myself to come because I mean, 
going to Ghana in December is not a huge deal to me because yeah. that's what everybody does. Yeah, yeah. every um, one of them. I, I know. Same and with Caribbean. Yeah, right. everyone's going home Everybody's in December. Summer yeah. bunnies. Exactly. That's what they're called in Kenya. So, um, so I was like, okay. I didn't know why she was like, oh, definitely make sure that you come. And then I think it was like last year when Idris was there. Yes, at was every there. every. And then celebrity. it was like, oh, like this is a thing. For yeah. Me. Um. And so I agree with you about. Um, I mean, I agree with all of you about like, I hope that this is something that is sustained. Mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, people realize that coming to these countries is a fruitful experience outside of, you know, the celebration of of the year of the return. I think that it is it is been and I think also with like the 23andMe's and Ancestry.com mm -hmm. and a lot of people investing in finding out their lineage and their ancestry and, you know, just kind of figuring out where they fit in this world that people I think people will naturally invest in the travel mm. um, and I think that people have been uh, black Americans particularly have been doing that for a while I don't think because like what you're talking about in respect to accessibility it is very difficult like flights are very expensive yeah what especially around Christmas around the holidays especially yeah especially around yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah. yeah and then also like where do I go what do I do I who am I like how how do I navigate these spaces right. and it's interesting to me that there is such hesitation because like I'm planning a trip to Europe I'm having those same conversations but it doesn't seem as daunting right as if I was going if I was if I was um, a, a non-African who was going and I've never been to Africa mm. and I and I was visiting but like I've said I went to Africa I went to Ghana um, five years ago uh, for my father's one year um, but I've never been to Ghana as an adult on my own. It's always been like familial trips. Same with me and Kenya. We oh, were talking about this. And so I, would, I, I, I plan next year. I kind of want all of this stuff to kind of right. fizzle down. <laughs> That's like, okay, let's see how it actually Have all your out. fun and Real, the right. <laughs> I low key, I'm like, okay, give me my oh, country back. Oh, no. <laughs> Where I, I, I plan on uh, taking a trip to Ghana next year and hopefully kind of exploring it on my own yeah. without any like responsibility to stay with my family yeah. or to to go to whoever mountains house yeah. and yeah. visit yeah. the auntie over here mm. and the uncle you have over to go there. to the village mm -hmm. i just want to enjoy it yeah. as an adult on my own but i also i'm having those kind of same conversations like okay yeah. if i don't want to stay with my family where am i gonna stay like it's so or, true and like where where are the you know like i want to go cool with my people cousin because out. like where do the right. cool people hang out where what are the places that i need to visit what are the things that i need to see mm -hmm. um but like you would plan to go anywhere you do your research you get and like i have a beautiful friend um who and i'm gonna i'm forgetting what her but she kind of had, she bought a house. Mm -hmm. We went to elementary school together. Um, she bought a house and she is like. In Ghana? In Ghana. Okay. And she's re she's refurbishing it now Ooh, to kind of be like a, like bed a hostel, a bed Ooh. and breakfast, Airbnb-esque, where not only do you have lodging, but she can cult like curate mm -hmm. your visit. Look and at I that. thought that was ingenious, and I'm gonna, I'm Send definitely gonna, link. Yeah, I'm going to remember. Right. She's gonna kill me. Let me see if I can find her right now. Yeah. Um. What, what's the no, name? No, but that's of? real. There's yeah, a it'll be in the show notes right. for yeah. sure. No, so but I if think that you know, a lot of like in Ghana. She, de she decided that she didn't want to live in the states anymore, so she moved back, and she's kind of like rebuilding this house. And I yeah. think she's had she. It's like a multi-family floor thing, and so she mm. has one room that she's done, and I can you can see the construction. Um, in other spaces, but I thought that was fucking genius. Yeah, that you know how Americans 
mm-hmm. whether they're black Americans or yeah. of other of other groups, how they like to travel. Exactly. And so having You're that experience as an American, like she was born in America yeah. as an American, but also knowing how, how things, locals exactly. Yeah, no. I thought that was so brilliant of her to kind of yeah. think about curating um, vacation spaces and kind of and also I think that there's like um, it, it, there, it kind of puts you at ease a little bit it to does. know that there's somebody who's here that speaks the language who's not right. trying to swindle you or like of you know, course, you know, kind of situation. So I just thought that was so brilliant, and I'm definitely gonna figure out. I'm gonna we'll, we'll share all that. Yeah, no, that's but yeah. She's been posting a lot and like mm-hmm. giving out a lot of like to dos and hints and like you know giving people updates on because she knows that a lot of people are gonna be traveling around this time. Yeah, but I think it's, it was so smart. It was that's so, smart. so. I mean, personally, I feel like that is really what a lot more Africans who live in the diaspora probably should be doing. Yeah. Just like, as you both have said, like taking more trips, like on your own to discover it on your own, like whether it's where your mom or dad are from and like visiting even like I, so I had the opportunity to go back um, in college because I did my thesis on like a particular thing in Kenya, which is called M-Pesa, which is like oh, mobile yeah. to mobile yeah, yeah. Um, money transfers. Okay. And it's we were like doing Venmo and Cash App way, way before. Oh, yeah. This was like in 2009. Like, yeah. Oh, Even wow. though the technology itself was built by someone from MIT, but they partnered with like, you know, Bob Collimore and like all these people from Safari Club. But then like, it involved Kenyan. It evolved as like people went on the ground and yeah. like, realized. Because I was so, there in 2011, yeah. and I remember wondering. And it blew my mind. I was like, "Wait, why is this not a thing in the states? <laughs> exactly. Like this is brilliant. <laughs> like why is this not something that right. we're doing? That part. But, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and like, I mean, Kenya has always been kind of like on the frontier in terms of like internet and like m- like how young people really like flow through that like there's mm-hmm. a whole thing about Kenyans on Twitter which I've talked about like numerous times and mm-hmm. like we just tend to we tend to just have conversations online and okay. like from that though there's been just a huge diaspora link because like Kenyans like my majority of Africans live abroad mm-hmm. you know so it's like they still want to have that connection and sure. like listen to the music but like they don't really, you know what I mean? Like whether it's immigration related or whether it's just like family purposes, like they live abroad. So being able to now have like, so when you think about like your families and like how life changes and if they grow, let's say up in Europe or in New York, like they need to also understand if they're going to claim Kenya, they need to understand it, you know? And so when I went back, I was completely on my own. I mean, I stayed at my aunt's house, but it was very much so like, you need to kind of do this on your own Mm -hmm. and like exploring that. It was different. I mean, it was nice because like, obviously like having done my research for my thesis, like I was connecting with specific people, but like I still wanted to go turn up, you know? And I I was blessed enough that like I have family friends who like have kids that are my age right. so it's like we would all kind of link up together Little but West then i know but like just <laughs> understanding that like okay if i did actually stay here like you know what would the landscape look like if our parents didn't leave mm-hmm. you know funny, and i've thought about yeah, that funny yeah enough, um in uh prior to the last time that i was in ghana i probably wasn't in ghana for like 10 years Oh wow! Um, and I remember the mm-hmm. last, my last uh, trip there was in like two, right before eighth grade, and I stayed in Ghana for the entire summer. And yeah. I literally was like, I don't want to leave. 
Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like, I, like I'm good I, here. Do I'm we have good. to know that? I, and I, ta- I was talking <laughs> to my grandmother, and I was like, um, what, if, what if I went to high school here and all that kind of stuff? And she was like, okay, finish, graduate, and come back. And I literally, like, it was really a thought for me to just stay. And then I came back to the States and I was like, I'm good. Actually. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> if I want to raise a family here. I don't think so. You really? Or I've, you or I've given a back. lot of thought to, n- not necessarily that it's back in Kenya, but just outside of the U.S. Mm. Oh, this place okay. is going to shit. I don't, uh, yeah. I, but so was the rest of the world. Yeah. No, but but not not like here, bro. I mean, we, we're all well-traveled enough to know that. The way things are here are in the U.S. I don't know. I love New York. Like, no, and I love I, New York yeah. too. I feel like New York is in a little bubble. I don't think so, but that's but I'm just thinking. Like, and, and we'll even use. I'll even use. Uh, you guys are a prime example. Like, think about just uh, raising a family. Think about uh, what, what's maternal leave in the U.S. compared mm-hmm. to Europe. Oh yeah, or yeah. Compared oh, okay. to other places. Yeah. Okay, okay. What's healthcare in the U.S. compared okay. to other places? Yeah. I'm, uh, it, and I, I know it's tough, hmm. and I have this challenge whenever I go back home with my cousins. And it, of course, everyone outside of the U.S. has been sold the "quote unquote" yeah, American dream. Right. We've been sold the American right. dream. They, d- d- without, yeah. uh, without even exaggerating, they so they sometimes think these streets are paved with gold. I and know. Like, and like <laughs> this is just the place Please to be, and everything is perfect. I'll never <laughs> forget like, my cousin dead ass asked my aunt like about Timberlands. Like yeah, that. no, yeah. bring back t- in like hot ass <laughs> Kenya. And I just think they don't realize that that America also has so many things, the yeah, struggles that I they know. deal with, Homeless and that people. living here and life here is not always that easy. No. Yeah, and that sometimes there's certain parts of being back home or wherever that are better than right. being yeah. here. Yeah, right. And I, I think sometimes that gets lost on on you know our cousins, our family who are back home, just because they you know they have they haven't been here to see it for mm-hmm. themselves. Because I've had cousins who've moved here as adults or family friends. And when they get here, they realize, yes, it's a grind. Yeah. It's you know what I mean. All America's just work, 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 yeah. work, work. You're not I having know. that 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 time where the family's mm-hmm. meeting, yeah. and you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, there are times where I've been thinking, like, yo, maybe I'll just you know pack up, well, move somewhere wow. else. Would you, would you move? Would you move? Well, honestly, I was planning on leaving the states uh, this year if I if I if I uh, oh that's right wow 2019 in review you're about to say Um, I forgot about that I was kind of like this year has been like so transformative for me and like um, really uh, a mirror of like what do you want like what Mm. do you want what do you want to do who do you want to be? Where do you see your life? And I don't think because like what, what Obi just said about like, we're always hustling. We're always working. I don't think enough of us take that time to try to answer that question. No, we don't. And, um, I was fortunate, unfortunate. Like I, I, I was in a space this in the beginning of this year and kind of, pretty much for the the majority of it where I was just allowing myself to experience life Mm. and I kind of threw my responsibilities to the wayside which is not the most (laughs) uh, productive thing to do but I I mean like I yeah like I would wake up some days and I'm like I'm not leaving my house today and Mm. I'm okay with that or I would get like people would hit me up to like work on a shoe or to style for this or can you come I'm going to commission something from you and I had the liberty to say yes and go pick up and do something my days were completely different every Mm. single day Mm. and um and I don't think that we give ourselves enough of that and I mean a, a lot of that has to do with like having to pay rent I and know. put food on the, the table and, right. and I mean god forbid you have children like that's a mm. whole other thing that you need yep. to focus on but I'm I was 
I gave I gifted myself the ability to kind of just throw all of that to the wind and just uh, do the things that I wanted to do. And it was scary as fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, there were a lot of times where I was like down to my final dollar quarter mm. and I didn't know what was going to do. And then literally God would give me an opportunity and yeah. I would. I could make it through the next day and I'd lived in my apartment for about six years. So me and my, my landlord have a pretty good relationship. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, but he wasn't, he was like, sis, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to need like that. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Like so, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> um, so like I, I, then I started hosting at a, a little restaurant in uh, Cobble Hill Look just to kind you. of, but it was like, and I'm like, college educated but like that yeah. whole kind of thing but it was like i just don't i don't want to have to clock in every day yeah and i want the the opportunity to to do what i want to do and if i want to be a bum and not do anything today <laughs> like i want to be okay with that yeah like, and i think that yeah. we all deserve and so um it was it was towards the summer where i was like okay well this this this, this has been, been fun, <laughs> but yeah, what's, what's I have well, to be a grown up. Right. But I was like, I mean, if I don't, I was only applying to jobs that I really, yep. really, really want to do because I was leaving a really toxic situation and I didn't Oof. want to be in that, that space again, yeah. where I literally was dreading walking into my mm -hmm. office every single day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was really, really diligent on the the jobs that I was applying for. And I was fortunate to get a job for an organization that I really respect doing the work that I really love to do. And I was like, even this, if I don't like it in six months, I'm getting on a motherfucking plane and I'm moving to Paris and I'm going to focus on my passion. Your son of Glees, man. He's still it. out there waiting Obi for was you. I've been manifesting. You are doing this for her. son of Glees, man. Wait, he's still waiting. He's still waiting. He's still and, there. And, and then still I, he could be on 116th Street, too. He, but so. he's not. <laughs> She paid she's not paying that to the police man. No, they're not there. <laughs> and if they are there, they're not checking for me. And that's Aww. that's just the beginning middle and end of it. Uh. So but I I do I love the work that I'm doing right now. Like I said, I'm working for an, a, a really beautiful organization and I do feel very fortunate um to enjoy the work mm -hmm. that I do. Um and so I was like, Well fuck, now I can't move to Paris. You but, still can. But literally last week I was having a horrible, horrible week. And I was just like, let me just check yeah. Expedia and see what the tickets look like. And I, I told myself, if the tickets are less than $500, I'm going to Paris for my birthday. And I got a really great ticket. Look at you. And I think that we just need to like a lot of yeah. a lot of this does have a lot to do with money. Yeah. And it has a lot to do with like, I mean, like you were saying, the benefit of time and, mm. you know, giving yourself that grace. But I think it is so important that we invest in that because like 2019, I think you had mentioned, mm. like it, it kind of, it came and it went. It and years really are starting to by. really, they're starting to do that more and more. And if we don't take the time out to enjoy our lives, when, you know, when the Lord calls us and we look back, mm. what have you done? <laughs> you know, it, it scrolled it's, it's, on Instagram. Is your whole, is your, <laughs> right? Or is your whole life your job? Or is it right. like, I don't, I don't want that to be my reality. Yeah. And so yeah. I just would implore everybody to. To invest in yourself and do shit like find your own joy and, and create. I've that. been on that same shit myself. Yeah. I love that. Yep. I love yep. that. And speaking of, you guys have like some superpower hidden talents. What like, do you mean? I feel oh. like you <laughs> have <laughs> side hustles <laughs> that you just My side hustles have side hustles. I didn't even know that you were a stylist. I knew that you were a designer. Yeah. I mean, I assume obviously, you know, she got the glasses on. She I has, tried. you know, always looking snazzy. Right. The finger waves going. So, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But 
Obi. Mm-hmm. He you does know, things too, right? I do he things does too. Right. I do things too. What are um, you out here doing? <laughs> well, photography uh, is something I stumbled into. Stumbled. Yes. No. Fell into yeah. it. It really was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about four years ago, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Next year will make four years. Yeah. That I've uh, since I bought my camera. Um, so that's something that I've been really passionate about, mm-hmm. and something that probably uh, early last year I saw as something that I could potentially pursue as a career. Wow. Because um, I was really, I really in, um, enjoyed tapping into my creative side because mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't always something that was uh, fostered or celebrated growing up. Of course. You know, what we all have, everyone in this room has African <laughs> parents. You were expected to do something in right. STEM and Ooh. maybe a lawyer. That's about right. it. Doctor, maybe, lawyer, right. engineer. Or, well, yes. Certainly not a, like, an artist no, or a I photographer. Can empathize, or I think because my mom was a journalist. Oh, okay. So it was like, Lucky you. you know, <laughs> there, there, are there was another yeah. outlet. Yeah. She yeah. was yeah. like, yeah. do it, but just do it well. Yeah. Yeah. You have yep. to be, oh, you have to yep. be exceptional. You know yep. what I mean? Like, be great or be. And so I, I was always, I was always <laughs> into the arts coming up. I, I played a few instruments growing up. And um, so I was always kind of tapping into that or interested in that world growing up mm-hmm. but i didn't really tap into it until i got older yeah and now that i've had the um the the freedom to kind of pick for myself what direction i'd like my life to go yeah. um i know that i'm really dedicated to um yeah just the creative arts and then mm. whatever shape or form that that might end up taking as okay. time evolves yeah. for now it's photography it's hire me yeah. I, I love you know i'll yeah, take plug, your pictures plug. Um, also writing. Um, I do some poetry mm-hmm. and, um, and I see the, I saw a website. You saw a website. Yeah, I saw um, a website. So I've I've been doing a lot of just writing at this point, but I'm also now trying to introduce the performance aspect to it. Um, cool. Jambi, who you yes. know, um, is is uh, she's kind of been helping me in that in that um, department because she's yeah. yeah she's a she's a, an amazing poet and mm-hmm. and she Spoken she performs word. a lot of amazing mm-hmm. pieces. So yeah, also something I'm trying to get into as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I got for now. So photography, wow. poetry. Wow. Next year, hopefully picking up an instrument back up because it's yes. been a few years. Hey, so hopefully you. the music will get in there too. Look so at I, you. And that's just one thing I would also encourage to your listeners. So I think a lot of us, um, this is an episode we had earlier in, in our season this year just about creativity. Yeah. We're all creative people. There's yeah. this idea that only certain people are quote unquote creatives. That's a lie. Okay. We all we all have a, a creative um, part side to our side. Yeah. Like, right. It's just a matter of how much you're investing in it and how much you're you're allowing for it to blossom. Absolutely. Because um, only the things that you nurture will grow. So mm, if you're not boom. giving it, right, drop boom. that part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just a matter of investing in it. And if it's something mm-hmm. that you've always wanted to do, you've just been interested try. in. So, mm-hmm. We live in New York. Or for for so, your listeners right, for who do live who in New around York. The world or yeah, like, or whatever city you're in. Yeah, everywhere. There's a class that you can sign up for, whatever you're into. We have YouTube University. There's Kyle. YouTube, so, there's Khan University. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. learn yeah. on your own. I feel like we're really entering like the DIY. Yeah, for like, sure. Century, for you sure. know, because it's like whatever you can like, 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 like you said, you bought your own camera. Mm-hmm. 
and you now mm-hmm. you know you're a I'm photographer your right yeah, 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 yeah. and like you can really make it happen as long as you're like really disciplined mm-hmm. oh that's something it, i struggle you know? with i'm still working on that part but you're right that's, it does require yeah the i think that i feel like there is never gonna be like unless you're like in the military and like had it like <laughs> grinded in you like yeah discipline is something you work on for your whole life something that's always, like it's yeah. nothing for that sure. you can yeah it's something you nurture some muscle you mm-hmm. know what i mean like mm-hmm. you get super fit at so it's just like it's one of those things like you said explore different avenues yeah. for sure but yeah i just i wanted to wrap this up though by mm-hmm. asking just what are, i mean there's so many highlights of 2019 mm-hmm. and things that you know you may have personally accomplished but i would just want you to think about like maybe if you could give three words to what 2019 has brought or has done for you mm. And then three words that you're looking forward to in 2020. Oh, so six words. Yeah, totally. I mean, girl, right? that's a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can make it a sentence if you want. Yeah, I might. I might uh, the sentence right? might be a little you easier for me. You might remix it. So just I'm about what the year remix, has been. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think a one a one word that comes to mind for me is clarity. Because that's something. Yeah. And we can share. That's okay. We can share. Work with share. Because I know going into my birthday 2018, so last year. That's what I wanted for myself yeah. okay. was to, to, to cause for, I feel like for a few years I've kind of been mm-hmm. just trying to find my way, just trying to see what, what my life is going to be and what I want my life to be. So right. I think clarity is something that, um, that rings true for me in 2019. I'm still getting closer to that, you know, finally final crystallized, you know, idea. Um, but I think I've, I've definitely found more clarity in myself and, and what I want to do and, and who I want to be as well. Mm. Um, so apart from clarity, um, I think another one, I would also put curiosity up there mm. as well. Because I'm also kind of like uh, mm. what I was saying a few minutes ago, just giving myself space mm. to be curious and to explore and, and do different things. The podcast is a perfect example. You know, right. I never, uh, I enjoy podcasts. I never thought I would be doing one. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so. Doing having, it well. And doing it well. Thank you. Um, so I think just that was another thing as well. Just allowing myself to be curious and, and just be open to what, what comes my way. Um, that's what I've got for now. I'm going to bounce it to you. I'll see if I'll think of the third one while, okay. you're, while you think about um, yours. Well, definitely. I agree with uh, clarity. Mm-hmm. I think. The end of 2018 was like so tumultuous for me and Mm. even kind of the beginning of 2019. Mm. Um, But I think that I have um, and this is an an everyday kind of challenge, but I am really starting to love the woman that I'm becoming. Yeah. Got to snap next to the mic so they hear it. Um, And just like appreciating like everything that I've been through and kind of um, what what is to come i'm i'm very optimistic and i i feel very appreciative of all of my experiences the good the bad the ugly mm. um i i definitely think that they have def- they've helped to mold uh, the woman that you guys see before you today and i think she's pretty fucking dope like this so this is true mm-hmm. thank you friend thank you <laughs> um so definitely i i um like i mentioned before like this year has definitely brought a lot of clarity and it's also been life affirming that like I think for a long time, and, and you kind of touched upon this before about like growing up with African parents, you've had to be exceptional. Like mm-hmm. they always want the best from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've. Uh, and expected you to be the best yes. as well. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that I've internalized a lot of that pressure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Same. Um, Same. 
and I've moved in a way where I needed everybody to think that I had it all together. Mm. And mm. I think this yeah. year I allowed myself to be vulnerable, to ask for help and to be a little broken. Um, but in that brokenness, I, I feel like I've found yeah. my core. Um, and I think it's a, a lot of it is just insecurity of like, you know, letting people in and letting people know that like there are some jagged corners to me that yeah. I'm not even really sure what they are yet or how to work through them. And you you don't want people to see a, a way into kind of like um, find those weakness, those, yeah. those weak spots. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think for a long time like I. I think that I've I thought that my mom had it all together yeah. and my grandmother had it all together and so like if there if I don't then, then there's something wrong with me mm. right um, but I I in in this year of clarity I realize that them ladies don't they was just trying to do the best that they can yeah we all are and we that's all, all that I can ask myself to do right. so um, it's been affirming in that sense and um, and then it's there's been some hard times but I've been I've had some really fun times I've, mm. I, there's been a lot of joy this year yeah. um, and d doing things that I never thought that I would do definitely having you know the podcast is high on that list but also my mixy girl 20 oh, <laughs> yes <laughs> I can't. We I got Mixie. I can't let that. Out. Yeah, I like it. it was. I and I, it. I am not that girl at all. And I think <laughs> I, it's a firm. You now. had fun this summer. But I had a blast. You had fun this summer. I had a really good time. And I'm happy you did. Yeah. Um, I won't be doing that again. Oh, but no, no. just to make it right? Or maybe I will. <laughs> we'll see. Let's not close back. the door <laughs> on Mixie Nada. I like Mixie Nada. I like Mixie Donna. Like she's, she's a lot. It, it was fun. <laughs> for the season. For the you know? season. Like, yeah. You know how outdoor pools can be yeah. right now? You're Perfect right. analogy. Perfect right. analogy. So we, I think we need a Mixie summer. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> that, like, I think, like I said before, just finding your joy and, like, creating that for yourself um, is something that I want to, I'm challenging myself to do more, and I definitely would challenge y'all and, and everybody that's listening to do that, too. And then for 2020, I just want more more of that. Okay. I want to make right. more money. Every, mm. I want more clarity. Yes. I want to be affirmed. I want more more happy times. So more. Agree. More dick. I just okay. want more. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is a family podcast. Oh shit! You know, I'm we, sorry. we can talk I'm like so that sorry. on ours. I'm so you sorry. know, this might <laughs> be. Uh, we we want to get invited so back sorry. here again. You it know, low key. But like, okay. this will be the explicit. All I mean, right, just, or all right. It out. She might bleep I it out. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. Do the children listen? <laughs> they might. Be. Oh, the moms and aunties. I got Gen Zs. I got some Gen Zs. Okay. Yo, okay. if it's Gen Zs, we ain't worried about oh, them. But I'm sorry. I mean, you no, you're good. I asked in the beginning. <laughs> you could curse. Yeah, you're you good. could curse. You could curse. And you know, as you were talking, and I think. I think Shit. this is uh, the one that that I think we have in common because it was it was something that we started off on one of our earlier episodes of yeah. this year for 2019. It was I think grace is a word yes. yeah. that we yeah. were trying to drill in Oof. with our right. listeners. Holy give ghost. it to just at first you need to give yourself all mm -hmm. the grace, all of it, mm -hmm. and yeah. then also give that to give that to your community, give that yeah, to the people around you, give that to strangers, people that you hate, because yep. we have no Ooh. idea what people are. And going especially through in today's cancel culture, right. we're so quick to write people off. I know it's important to show people yeah. grace. Yeah. So I, I will, right. go ahead, brother. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. That was yeah, it. That, I was I'm just good. gonna say. That's, I think that's I think that's our third. One joint, that we have in joint, common. Yeah, that's one. a joint okay, one. So yeah. after How about response, you? Receive all of that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, what wow. are yours for 2019? 
three words. I would say definitely confidence. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'll add to the C's. You know, you said <laughs> yeah, we're keeping the C's going. There, okay, right? all right. Confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think this year, um, you know, hosting and you know, kind of stepping into the world of like. DJing and just was this your first year DJing? No, so it's my second, but like, well, this was, yeah, it's my second year. It's gonna be two years at that, like, early next year. Got it. But, um, yeah, just like kind of closing that out and like, because it really, it requires you just to be like, you have to put yourself out there. You For know, sure. and like, mm-hmm. you trust the DJ. Yeah. You know, like, you are the party. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so it's like having all of that. DJ. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've heard, I don't know if, I don't know if you, I haven't had the pleasure. All right. This Saturday. Right. This Sunday, Sunday sorry. Sunday, this Sunday. But yep, this yep. will be out after that. Oh. But anyway, it, <laughs> right. it was fire. Right. There'll be more. I tried. Exactly. I was trying to get that plug I in know, there. right? Okay. No, they f- the, the fam follows Okay. Know. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's it's one of those things where yeah, you just you learn how like your confidence is again like a muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you the more you kinda put yourself in places and you kind of exude that confidence mm-hmm. you just start to have it you know mm-hmm. and i think that i like similar to you nana like i just really loved the woman that i'm becoming and like just realizing that i have so much that is still yet to be learned Amen. and still yet yeah. to be explored and mm-hmm. like we really can do it all i mean sometimes it get crazy it does. But, and it's right? hard it's, it's so not yeah. easy but not it, you deserve easy. it mm-hmm. yeah I and like that's so funny you said it's hard because my other well it's kind of a joint word but it, I was gonna say hard work mm-hmm. okay because like everything that we do whether it's creative whether it's work whatever it just requires you to put in that work Absolutely. you have to it's work true. hard you even with like the fun things you know mm-hmm. like I have to practice and make mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I had to buy equipment mm-hmm. like. It's a constant like struggle to like you know f- you, you get funds from one place just so it pours it back into Absolutely. another place yeah. and like yeah, yeah. you have to manage that all on your own mm-hmm. you know and like mm-hmm. navigating like even podcasting and like editing and all of that good stuff like you just want to make sure that like you can <coughs> be very um, just like you have to be selective you know you have to be selective with like you're really pouring into mm-hmm. and like who's pouring in. right and yeah. what you're investing mm-hmm. in yeah you know and i mean i'm gonna appropriate that word too great okay so <laughs> take it, it. Like, yeah I'm gonna take that take third it. word we I like all it. it's like a, yep. a joint <laughs> yep all three of us I like all it. three of us are doing um are giving ourselves grace because it's it's real like, yeah. and it's i so think there it's so necessary especially you know? with yourself yeah. i think sometimes we do a much better job with other people like hosting afro on my own and as everyone knows the story like I did have a co-host but now doing this on my own like that has brought on like so much opportunity but at the same time it was scary as hell I thought that like I had failed you know so like to now be continuing and like doing something that I really do love Mm -hmm. and like I enjoy listening and even having other podcast mm-hmm. buddies <laughs> like it's something that's just affirmed me in this world yeah. you know and oh, so i You're love right that exactly yeah. we are exactly where we need to be yeah. in this mm-hmm. moment those who are listening and those who are recording right now <laughs> yep. so, right, right where we should be right oh thank you both so much i think thank the you. one thing we didn't do and i think oh. we were missed if we didn't we got th- we got to throw those social handles out there oh, oh. 
let yeah, people yeah, know yeah. where to find us oh, and yeah, everything. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I was, I was gonna think. Oh, I stole your thunder. I am terrible. Let me just be quiet. Vote for if Work Bay should come back. Uh oh. Okay. You can have me here by, okay. by myself. Right, right. No, okay. no, 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 no. Just no, like no, that. No, no. Just like that. This is why I, I can't know, get ahead of people. I'm just saying, you know. know. Team I'm Ghana wins. You. Got, oh, man. Oop. And I don't even know Mike and <laughs> <that>, so. <laughs> he wins. Um, but yes, tell the people where they can find you. Um, So for Work Bay, yes. you can find us as at work bay pod mm-hmm. um and that's on instagram and also on soundcloud mm-hmm. i believe that's our same you guys have a twitter handle. so you can bait we don't people. have twitter yet you well, i've been people. trying to work on nana just to get a personal twitter like just to start there oh, i'm, I'm working on her on you she, are you so are. cool yes you are i'm not I'm, you I'm, might be I'm, losing I'm there's some bags to be collected too no. on twitter oh, no there are I no in terms of like your business like promoting your business and Showing well, people I your was work gonna and say what you do. anything that's viral on Instagram is like three weeks it's late. It's super late. Right. That, like, oh, really? that started on Twitter. Right. We yeah. saw it on Twitter first. Same. And okay. then Same. And like, then Facebook is like two months I late. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I saw that meme like in I August. Know. Yeah. Like, everyone's laughing at that kid who talked about pizza. Yeah, I saw I that. Saw yeah. that. I saw that. I don't been even know what that. y'all talking about. <laughs> it's that um, so, we don't have Twitter just yet, but soon come. Soon come. Okay. And then also, you can find us on all the streaming platforms. I'm pretty sure at this point, we're on all of them yeah. stitcher spotify yeah. apple mm-hmm. and it's just work bay um with nana and obi yep. that's how you can find us on yep, there yep, yep. Beautiful. yep. and Beautiful. personally um for my photography you can find me at oscar bravo yeah. oscar bravo and that's oscar yeah. bravo with zeros instead of o's where does that come from <laughs> the oscar bravo actually that's a um is that a story that's back to my flying days i used oh. to be a pilot and so well, I'm talking right? about, Talk about your side husband. <laughs> <laughs> He's so special. <laughs> I know. So That's why I keep him <laughs> my nickname is Obi. And so there's the the military alphabet, like oh, Alpha, yeah, Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, 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 so yeah, the yeah. O and the B, boom, look Oscar, at look at that. Well, it all comes together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can find me on there. So just p- make them zeros instead of O's. Okay. Funny enough, the actual Oscar Bravo is another photographer. I'm a, you know, I'm going to work on him. Like, well, just get that. You don't need that. You don't need that. How about you, Anna? Um, um, well, yes, like Obi said, definitely follow us on uh, Work Me Pod. And listen, uh, listen to, to our episodes. I think we're, we're in the midst of, we're right in the middle of season two right yep. now. So feel free to binge all of season one yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and catch up on season two. Um, and then my personal, my, my fashion page is I am Yurenchi. That's I-A-M-Y-I-R-E-N-K-Y-I. Um, and if you are interested in uh, getting any commissions made, if you need somebody to go shopping with, if you are wanting to, you know, build your closet, um, all that kind of stuff, you can find all of that information on our website, which is also IMRHE. Um, so yeah. Beautiful. Well, yeah. this has been another episode of Afrolit, hosted by Echo PM. Again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more. This has been an episode brought to you by a listening party and Canal Street Radio in Canal Street Market. So come and shop the store. It is really cute. Holiday season. It's so cute. I ain't never been here before, but it's real cute. And thank you so much for having us. This is so much fun. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah.